Jenny McQuail, producer, director, and journalist. Jenny McQuail is a journalist and award-winning documentary filmmaker. Her latest feature film, Straight Curve, Redefining Body Image, premiered on Epics in June 2017 and is now moving into educational and international distribution with Roku Films. Straight Curve, Redefining Body Image is a documentary about our body image crisis and the industry leaders challenging society's dangerous and unrealistic standards of beauty. Jenny has become a pioneer of the body positive message and hopes to continue to use film and TV as a tool to empower women and fight for representation for all. She has appeared on Good Morning America and the Today Show in the U.S. discussing body image, as well as being interviewed in Vogue magazine, Well Plus Good, Huffington Post, People magazine, Glamour magazine, and Women in Hollywood, amongst many others. She has also appeared on panel discussions about body image and the fight for more diversity in fashion and the media with Refinery29, designer Prabal Grum, Orange is the New Black Actress Adrian C. Moore, the first plus-size model supermodel Emmy, and body image activist Iskra Lawrence. Jenny was an associate producer of the World Cup Project, a TV documentary series about 11 countries around the world that use soccer for social change. She directed and edited three episodes of the series, including Laces, set in Liberia, which won Best Documentary Short at the NYLA International Film Festival in 2015, and was an official selection at the Lighthouse International Film Festival. She also co-directed the feature-length document documentary Power of Play, also set in Liberia. Meet Jenny McQuail. When I look in the mirror, I look at all the things that are wrong with the way I look. I feel like a lot of my body is like my least favorite. To walk around and feel like how you look is disgusting or like shameful, it's hard. Stylist is like, why can't you fit into the clothes? What are we gonna do with this fat model? And it's completely humiliating. The fashion industry and the media absolutely reinforces the idealization of thinness and the concept of a perfect body. It permeates so much of our daily lives, it's actually hard to escape. This imagery is at the root of one of the greatest public health crises in the United States and around the world generally. I could have had a cover, but I was cut out because of this color. It is lonely being a black plus size model. There really should be more. People are so offended by the notion that plus size and fat women deserve a place in the world. Health is not defined by a number on a scale. We need a more diverse range of role models. What we want to do is create the imagery we should be seeing more of. Oh my god, it's so good. The brain processes images 60,000 times faster than words. So if you want to change somebody's perception, creating an image about it is the most immediate way to do it. Beauty comes in all sorts of shapes and sizes. This is important that we reflect our bodies in imagery. As models, we're responsible for the way that everyone sees themselves. We can affect change. 
We have to move towards a more diverse picture. We have to move because it affects our future generations of women. It's really important that every girl has that same opportunity to look at herself and say, I am enough. Good day, everyone. Welcome to the Plus Size Virtual Summit. Uh, we are coming um, live somewhat to you from March 1st to March 4th. We hope you guys are enjoying the summit. And today I am so excited to have an amazing guest, Jenny McQuail. Did I say that right, Jenny? You did. <laughs> okay, awesome. And she is the producer of the Straight Curve film. Now, she's going to tell you a little bit about it, but um, in March, March 15th, in the Washington DC area, we actually will be previewing, uh, premiering, I should say, this awesome documentary that is way overdue. So welcome, Jenny. Thank you for having me. <laughs> sure. So um, tell us a little bit about you first, and then we'll go into more about the documentary. Wow, me. Um, well, I'm Irish, and I've lived in New York for five years. Okay. Um, my, in my previous life, I was a journalist, and then started to kind of think that the written word wasn't as powerful kind of to portray a message as it could be. So I decided to move into documentary filmmaking about five years ago. And then about three years ago, Straight Curve began and it uh, has really consumed my life for the last three years. And um, But I think it's, it's definitely all worthwhile and I continue to work on it to this day and the impact and engagement part of it. And it's, it's incredible. I really, really enjoy it. So let's go back. When did you actually start uh, preparing for the documentary? Like what year did it, did you start the process? Well, so <laughs> three, like, uh, about 2015, I suppose. That, wow. that would be three years. Yeah. Okay. So um, yeah, like it was, you know, I think body image is a really, really important subject matter. And I think every woman at some point in their life has, uh, you know, struggled with this and looked at themselves in the mirror and just thought all these negative thoughts. And I really kind of wanted to look into that a little bit more along with this kind of idea of the plus size model that was starting to emerge and become right. a little bit more prevalent. I mean, the plus size modeling industry has been around for a very long time but it really kind of started to hit the headlines about three plus years ago so right. i met up with some plus size models in new york city and eventually they introduced me to one of my other producers jess lewis who's a former straight size model former plus size model so she really brought the industry knowledge and awesome. together yeah together we just met with different agents and photographers and models and magazine editors and really just started to explore what the real conversation was happening at that time and where the conversation should be going more importantly. And, you know, it really became obvious that the conversation wasn't just about plus size models. It wasn't just about straight size models. It was about every woman and of all different sizes and races and ages and I think that's where we felt the industry should be going and that we wanted to kind of be there when it when it arrived, right? So we kind of wanted to almost be ahead of the curve. And yeah, so then we we found one of our other incredible producers, Yael Melamed, who, you know, has won an Oscar and an Emmy and, you know, she's fantastic. And she came together and the three of us really 
formed the idea that has now become Straight Curve. And yeah, we, we released it in June of last year on Epic. Okay. Yep. So, uh, and it was, you know, it was, has been received incredibly. So that's, it's really exciting to um, see, I think. Yeah. So when you uh, first launched it, uh, after it was completed and everything, um, where did you launch it? Uh, I know you said it's available on Ex Epics right now. Um, did you go also into schools? Because I think it's such an amazing and important a message for our young girls nowadays. Now that with all the bullying and uh, body image, and that's kind of like a sensitive age um, for our young women, regardless of what your ethnic background is. Did have you also um, shared it the documentary in schools? Yeah, well, that was actually a really important part of it for me personally. You know, we we have teenage girls in the film talking about their body image. And we, we hear some of these girls say that they feel disgusting or that they feel less than on a daily basis because of how they look. And, you know, that was harrowing to me. It was truly, truly devastating. And I think to me, those teenage girls and teenage boys they are the reason that we have to be better we have to do better and these are our next generation of girls and boys and they can't grow up thinking that they can't do something or they can't achieve their dreams or they can't you know excel to their full potential purely because of what they look like it's absolutely right. crazy so yeah. i think to me that was the, the core of everything and it's the core of the film and now as we look to kind of using the film as a tool what can we do with it we started to move into the education realm and we have we did an incredible event last november with universities around the country 10 mm. universities watched the film and then they tuned into a live um panel q a from fordham university here in new york city so that was incredible to have universities all around the country participate because this isn't just an issue obviously that affects the coasts we're lucky yeah. to live in New York City where the imagery is so diverse. We live in a melting pot, but there's people around the country who don't have that luxury. There's people who never get to see imagery that looks a little bit diverse or different. And those are the people for me now, as we continue this journey, that it's really important to try and reach and to bring this conversation of, you know, acceptance and representation, body image, diversity. You know, we want to bring it to those people and, we're going to keep going, hopefully, for as long as possible to kind of continue yeah. the, the outreach in the education world, for sure. So I know, in, like I mentioned, um, in March of this year, um, mm -hmm. we're actually doing it, the premiere here in the D.C. area. Are there other states who are also doing similar premieres of the documentary? Yes, but now I don't remember any of them. <laughs> um, no, that's okay. <laughs> like, please don't ask me. <laughs> there is yeah i mean i think the interest has been incredible and this year i feel like momentum has really picked up so i feel with with independent film it's all about word of mouth it's about people who have successful screenings write about it they tweet about it they post about it on social media and then other people hear about it and that's when you know it becomes this massive snowball effect and We've had a lot of interest recently all around the United States, which is incredible. And we're actually doing a lot for Eating Disorder Awareness Week, which is the end of February and into March. So 
there's a lot of screenings happening all around the US and in Canada as well for eating disorder awareness week. So that's that's really incredible too. So now that we spoke about that um, for going forward, if people, whoever may be watching this because um, we will be um, showing this because it's online, how can people, if they're interested in having a screening in the area, how do they get involved and get in touch to um, have a screening in their particular area of school or church or Girl Scout troop mm -hmm. or, or organization? Exactly. You named it. You can, if you have a screen, you can have a screening. And that's pretty much anywhere that you can gather people together. So on our website, which is www.straightcurvefilm.com, there's a host of screening tab. And if you click on that tab, it gives you a couple of different options. So, you know, there's, I think there's two different options up there that people can look into a little further. There's also an email address so people can just email me and I can immediately get back to them and kind of guide them through the process. So, you know, there's an, we have an educational distributor who does, who works with schools and kind of does the educational license. And then we have another idea, which is what you guys are doing in DC, which is more a cinema on demand. So you can bring the film to your local theater which is really exciting too. So there's lots of different options on the website and it's super easy to, super yeah, easy. I think, I think it's, I know it's so important for the schools to be able to bring it to, because we're talking about body image and I'm in the Washington DC area, which covers DC, Maryland and Northern Virginia. Um, and I'm hoping that um, from the DC premiere and working with plus in the DMV, hopefully we can get press out there during the screening so they can, for those that are not aware, you know, outside of our plus size industry about this amazing documentary, um, I think it would definitely um, have more legs to it. So how was it working with the uh, straight size model and the curvy models in this documentary? Were you surprised by um, any of the conversations that the straight Models had like did they were they aware of the issues that the curvy models may have been experiencing in the industry? Uh, well, that's super interesting. So I think it was really important to us, like you said, to bring both straight size and plus size women together. So we really had women from a size zero to a size eighteen on set that day, and it was you know it was incredible to see. And we actually had some of the straight size women say that they didn't they weren't aware or they'd never thought one of seen in the film actually is with one of the models charlie howard talking to one of our photographers anastasia who herself is a plus size woman and they're talking about just buying clothes and charlie was just said she's like i had no idea that it was just that hard to just buy clothes and Anastasia, mm -hmm. you know, and this is one of the most pointed moments, you know, she's just saying it's something right. as simple as dressing yourself in the morning is impossible. You know, and I think that is something that we need to remember. This isn't just about fashion and being fashionable. This is about literally having clothing to put on your body so you can go outside and not be naked. And the fact right. that this is so hard to achieve. <laughs> And yes. I think that people don't even realize that. So that was a really interesting moment. And I think, you know, some of the straight size women in the industry are not necessarily exposed to a plus size model unless their agency has women across the board, right? So agencies, more and more agencies are starting to do that now, but it wasn't very prevalent at all. And even when we started trying to kind of film for this photo shoot, which was a year, a year and a bit ago, a year and a half ago, 
We had some agents tell us they did not want their straight size models in the same image as a plus size model. We had designers telling us they did not want their clothes in a shoot that featured both straight size and plus size women. Why? We had shoe designers telling us no. So what what was their did they give an explanation besides just I don't want to do it? What I don't did they think it would tarnish the brand or I mean, that's pretty much it. So we were, you know, a year and a half ago, we were not as far along in this conversation as we are now, which is, you know, makes me feel very encouraged. But it was shocking. You know, people, designers and and agents, agents were scared that the brands and their clients would no longer hire models who had posed alongside plus size models. And the brands didn't want to tarnish their brand because they thought, that it would dilute it in some way or just wouldn't be on brand. And I mean, it's shocking. And you don't, we don't hear about these things. We don't know about these things, but this is the truth. So it really is starting to shift now. And I feel that's what's really encouraging about this. In the film, we really wanted to kind of show the people who are creating change and who are fighting back. And there's a lot of great agents out there. There's a lot of great photographers and brands and designers. You know, we profiled some of them in the film who are basically going against the curve, like Becca from Chromat and Christian Siriano, Pavel Goring, they're saying, no, this is crazy. I want to make clothes for all women, so I'm going to do that. Right. And I think that, you know, the most important thing is that other people see that it works and they just start to follow suit. So glad you mentioned that because I know that Tim Gunn mm-hmm. is featured in the documentary. So my question to you is, since this was the first year that uh, Project Runway included plus size models and a couple, two or three. I know. Do you? What do you think about? What do you first think about that decision when it was made? Do you think it made an impact and difference <laughs> in the fashion industry? Um, and just, I'm just curious to hear your feedback on that. Well, I'm going to take personal responsibility. <laughs> but, <I> mean, <laughs> Actually, well, to be fair, so during the interview, Tim Gunn and uh, and I sat down for about two hours one day, which was, you know, really incredible. He's a phenomenal human being. Right. And he believes with all of his soul in the fact that women should just be able to buy clothes. You know, he talks about going shopping with his female friends and that he's just so heartbroken by the experience. So he fully gets behind this and fully gets behind the notion that doesn't matter what size you are, doesn't matter what color you are, like why does that matter? You know, you should just be able to get great posts. And we talked for two hours and we talked a lot about trying to get models of different sizes on Project Runway, but also trying to make the designers make clothes for women of different sizes. You know, they have to start learning. So after this, you know, we joked and I was like, well you have to go back and you have to make the producers listen to you. And so he said that he, he was going to go back and he was going to try and make the producers uh, listen. And then next thing, you know, Project Runway is all diverse. So we're going to take responsibility. <laughs> Why not? So <laughs> think, um, how do you think it was perceived? And I haven't gone to, because I was really curious to see if, because, uh, you know, it's, it's, first of all, it's a TV show. Mm-hmm. It's a business and it's all about ratings. Have you heard anything about... Um, if the viewership of that of Project Runway that season did it increase, did it decrease, um, featuring the plus size models? Do you know if they received any backlash or in the in the opposite direction, um, uh, in the forefront, 
a, a kudos because well, I know the plus size industry, we were like, yay, finally. Um, especially now that Ashley Graham is now on America's Top Model. Have you heard anything about well, you know, once the Project Runway um, ran this season? Any feedback that you're aware of? Um, actually, no, but that's a really, really great question. And I think you know, the only way that we as viewers ever really know is by one of good ways by looking at social media. So I know that Twitter was, you know, going crazy uh, with all these models. And then obviously Lyris Cross won the favorite model or the best model. And she was, the, you know, yeah. an incredible plus size woman. And she's actually done a panel for us with the film. So she's, she's phenomenal. She's a great role model. And I think right. that people really, really felt affinity with her and related to her. And that's why she won the, the, the model competition. Um, right. I mean, and that, was, I don't know. that was not just for the plus size models, correct? Mm -hmm. It was the, all mm -hmm. the models. Yeah. So I think that's very models. important. It wasn't separated, and I'm glad that they didn't because that right. show wasn't just, oh, here's the plus size favorite, and then here's the straight size favorite. So that was mm -hmm. amazing. Mm -hmm. It's very important um, to not keep segregating. And I think one of the biggest things was the industry tends to put women, to pit women against each other. So a lot of the time, you know, the straight size women will be pitted against the plus size women. And it's just crazy. This is not the world that we should be living in. We should be trying to encourage all women to be a part of the conversation. All women need to wear clothes. All women want to feel sexy. All right. women should see themselves represented. And that's, you know, putting them against each other is just bad. Yes. Yes, totally. So what can the industry, how can we continue this conversation? How can we continue the fight because really it is a fight to um it is education to to educate people around us and i think maybe more of these conversations and you know during the summer and i'm getting a lot of ideas because conversations need to be had because although we're you know 67 percent millions of of plus size curvy women many people may not know about a straight curve, may not know about, you know, different events or people that are in the industry. You know, one of the speakers we have coming on, she actually was the 2016 gold medalist winner in the shot put in the Olympics. Oh, wow. um, when I mentioned that people, they're like, what I'm like, yeah. and she's a makeup artist, um, you know, as well. And I, I think women of all sizes need to be brought to, you know, show that, okay, don't let your size determine your future. Um, yes, we all need to get healthy, but don't let that stop what you want to do. So how can we as a Curvy community keep this conversation going and educate and support the film uh, from your perspective? Um, well, I think in terms of what we can all do to move forward and make the world a better place, but also change the industry and have real impact. I think there's multiple different levels. First of all, universities need to start teaching their students, their fashion design students, how to make clothes for women of all sizes. This needs to happen. It is crazy that it does not happen. And that is number one, because if we don't have the clothes, then you can't even have this conversation. And then I right. think, secondly, the industry itself needs to continue to go along where it is right now. So, you know, right now it feels holistic. It feels like agents and photographers and editors and stylists are all coming together to really improve the industry and kind of say, no, we want women of all sizes. So, so long as that can continue, I feel we're kind of on an, up, on an upward spiral, which just feels really, really good. And on a personal level, we all have the opportunity right now to vote with our wallets and our social media. And that yes. is the most important thing. 
And it's something that we didn't have a decade ago. We didn't really even have, you know, five years ago, we weren't mobilizing our social media like we are right now. And I think is the most important thing. And we have actually started a campaign. We're trying to launch a campaign with the film called hashtag I want to see campaign. And basically the premise behind it is that we want you to tell us what do you want to see more of in the fashion industry, in the media, in advertising, in imagery that's out there in the world. And if you take a picture with the flyer and, and tag the brand, tag the company, tag the agency, they have to listen. If you suddenly say, I'm not going to buy your product anymore because I don't like how you represent me or I feel invisible or I think that you should do more of X, Y, and Z, brands, if enough people mobilize, brands will actually have to start listening because the bottom line is the bottom line at the end of the day. And I think now they have an actual link to customers that they they can't ignore anymore. So I think we it's very simple to kind of think that one person can't create any change, but the reality is one person here, one person there, one person there, it suddenly gets amplified and then that is how real change can happen. So I, I feel super hopeful because of this right now that we have actual Is that campaign, is that information located on your website as well, that campaign? Uh, not yet. We're kind of in the testing phase right now, but we're we're hoping that it'll be launched soon and we can tell you more about it for the DC premiere as well. Yeah, um, for the premiere, and if you just let me know, we can also put it on the Plus Size Events app, which we have thousands mm -hmm. of women that have downloaded it um, because we wanted to um, have a, um, one place where women can find out about what's happening and uh, the different events that are happening. And we're going to put the premiere, the premiere on, on going on there as well. Um, but this is great. And one more question. Um, I used to carry clothing for plus, plus sizes and I went to Vegas to the Magic and the Women's Wear in Nevada show. Has there been any talk about an, or, or has there happened a Vegas premiere kind of at the same time that the magic show, the buying show, and the women's wind show is happening in Vegas, whether it be around the February time frame or the August? No, but that is a great idea. <laughs> so if anybody wants to, they should contact me and I will actually think about that or talk to you a little bit more about that. Yeah, and maybe we can find some organizations. I'm sure I um, mm -hmm. have to look, there's organizations out there, but I think that would be an amazing um, mm -hmm. opportunity to educate because I know when I went out there to shop uh, and you, you're it's basically for those that don't know it's the big shopping um, trade show where all the manufacturers or people coming out with clothing line I know when I was doing clothing I saw when Beyonce had her uh, jean line I saw her remembering her mom they were there representing the line any names whether it's you know puffy or this one or that one clothing is it and I think that would be a great opportunity and because the manufacturers really didn't know. They would have little signs that would say, we carry plus. Mm -hmm. So when I went there and say, okay, where are the samples? They didn't have any samples. And then the other part is the sizing is so strewed over, you know, one person that manufacturer that has a 1X, 2X wouldn't even fit a size 10, 12 because right. they, just, they can kind of grade up, which is crazy. So maybe that's something that I can help and work on because um, the next one, I think one, I don't know if this year's happened. I know it's usually February and then August is the second one. I think that's something that they need to see um, mm -hmm. and um, 
and start the education process because like you said they may not even realize that oh this is a problem but, and i think uh, that's yeah. the biggest the biggest issue is the lack of realization across the board i don't think anybody is intending to actually do harm nobody is really setting out to be evil and say oh haha -ha, i'm going to like deprive all these women of representation and visualization and clothing but the point is that they're not really aware and I think that's what's happening now is consciousness is starting to uh, to become a little bit more prevalent and, and people are starting to become a little bit more aware. And I think that's what we wanted to obviously do with the film. And I think um, a lot of media now is talking about it, which is really, really great and talking about, uh, the, you know, the fact that 67 percent, I think that number is rising now of women in the, in the United States are size 16. Way past that. Right. 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 <laughs> So you can't ignore these women. If you're looking at your bottom line, you can't ignore these that percentage. It doesn't make sense at all. So I think that's what people are starting to kind of to realize. And you know, there's a lot of facets to the conversation. You can bring in photoshopping to that and the fact that Airy stopped photoshopping their models and their bottom line went up 33%. You can bring in, you know, there's countless side issues in this that you can bring into the conversation and i think that's what our film tries to do well is like raise some of the issues that are going on right now and but in a really empowering way so it feels like you know we're not tearing anybody down we're not like really trying to call anybody out but we're really celebrating people who are getting it right so that they can lead by example and i think for me that's the key you know you've got to be able to show people solutions and i think that's hopefully what we try and do with the film so right and my last question is um now that we have the um in the past maybe year year and a half i've seen a lot more of the big and tall men fashions happening mm -hmm. um one um a proponent of that and amazing designer is um mvp which is mo vaughn former um uh, major league baseball player coming out mm -hmm. with an amazing line and I know this is mostly women. Do you think, uh, or are there any plans to include the men maybe in a future documentary? Do you think um, uh, there's they have the same kind of issues that we have, but we know it's more acceptable for a man to be big because you want him to be big, brilliant. That means he's more for pr uh, protection. What do you <laughs> think about you know the onslaught of the plus? Excuse me, the big and tall men coming into play it really i just know the last year year and a half it's really mm -hmm. been blowing up with different lines yeah i think it's really really important to bring men into this conversation on every level of it not just in the clothing level but also in the body image level and the kind of yeah. um the level of acceptance and eating disorders and i think there's a statistic in the film that says 10 million men in the u.s have an eating disorder right now and i think that number is rising dramatically and it is starting to become, not starting, but it is becoming a huge, huge issue. And we have to kind of not ignore the fact that men are part of this conversation. For the film, we didn't really want to dilute it because we felt that con concentrating sorry, on one avenue would make that avenue stronger. So yes. perhaps it'll be a second movie. I don't know. I feel like I get asked this question a lot, so I feel the demand is there uh, for right. this conversation. So... You know, I think that it's really important that we bring men in. And it's also important to bring men into the conversation about women's body image. So, you know, it's important to have this conversation across the board so that men become a little bit more enlightened. They become a little bit more empowered to talk about their own bodies, to talk about what that could look like. And, 
you know, their own insecurities. And then that feeds into the, the clothing aspect of it. And I think it's incredible that, you know, there's a lot more options out there for men right now. And I think, you know, they're starting to become this uh, plus size male model division yes. in some agencies, which is really exciting. And I think, you know, that can only continue because the reality is our imagery that's out there in the world, that's created by the fashion industry, by the media, it has to be representative of society. And we can no longer look around and pretend that what we're seeing in the real world isn't what we should be seeing in the imagery because it is. We need to be reflecting reality. And I think that's what people want right now. And it used to be this idea of fantasy and illusion, and it still is, and you can still keep a hold of that, but right. by ignoring two-thirds of society, you're not going to do your seven favors. And I think that's what's becoming more and more obvious. I agree. Well, this has been amazing. I'm so glad we connected and you were able to join us um, here on the summit. Um, all your information will be available um, on the page below, and that way you can get in touch uh, with Jenny and help us spread the word to um, uh, spread the word to about this amazing project because we need to let everyone know. Uh oh, I don't know what happened to her, um, but we need to let everyone know what's happening um, in um, in this industry, and we lost her, but I think. She may come back in, but just in case she doesn't, I just wanted to thank you again for coming on and um, sharing the Straight Curve documentary with us. And again, if you're in the Washington, D.C. area, March 15th, there will be a showing. You can find out more about it um, on the uh, Plus and the DMV area. So just want to say thank you again. Check out all the information on Straight Curve and Jenny McQuail right here on the Plus Size Virtual Summit. Thank you for joining us and have a great day.